Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Week 14, starter sit. Let's do it right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. What's up, everybody? Good morning. Welcome to week 14. It's time to set your lineups, and we've got some updates for you on the weather. And actually, it's a crazy morning, actually, with all the players who are expected to play and expected to miss it. I'm Adam Azer with Heath Cummings. What about the weather? Are we dodging a bullet here, it seems, with weather? I think there are two games that we still have legitimate concern about. The games in the Midwest seem to be fine. The games on the East Coast are still a concern. So Houston at the Jets. And listen, I'm not a weatherman. I generally listen to Kevin Roth. So that's the guy I'd suggest you follow on Twitter. And he's got that one as an orange with off and on rain, sustained winds around 15 miles an hour with gusts to 30. And then the Rams at Baltimore. I think the same system with a little bit less wind, maybe a little bit more rain. Yeah, and I, Kevin also, as of now, expects the Giants game on Monday night to not be a problem. So hopefully all that rain is out by Monday night. But it is going to be a wet Sunday uh, in New York and on the East Coast for sure. All right, with that said, we've got a lot here. First of all, Clyde Edwards-Elair stepping up here. He's he's only rostered about 56% of leagues, I think, and there's a possibility that Pacheco does go on IR. It was not ruled out, so keep that in mind, even if you don't want to start him this week. Worth a stash, McKinnon being picked up too. But what do you think about, with Pacheco out for this game against Buffalo, what do you think about the Chiefs running backs? I, there's a huge blob of running backs. The Bears running backs are in there. Chuba Hubbard is in there. The Vikings running backs are in there. I, I think the Texans running backs are at the back of the group. The Ravens running backs are in there. I think those guys are almost indistinguishable. They're cer- certainly neither of the Chiefs running backs I would rank as must-start running backs. They're both between RB 25 and 35, depending on the format for me. And full PPR, Clyde and McKinnon, both as high-end flexes in that RB 25 to 30 range. I think what I've seen in terms of reaction is a lot more people seem more excited about adding McKinnon than they do Clyde. I would expect Clyde's going to have more touches. McKinnon's probably more likely to score a touchdown and is definitely going to catch more passes. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Clyde Edwards-Alaire has struggled near the goal line. Pacheco has five one-yard touchdown runs this year. Who gets those? You know, Clyde actually got in near the goal line last week. So who gets... Oh, but McKinnon wasn't playing. But that's a... I mean, I think the most likely scenario, most likely answer is that they don't have a one-yard rushing touchdown. They probably are just going to throw the ball inside the 10 even more than they already normally do, which plays into McKinnon's favor. But this could... This actually could help Patrick Mahomes. Um... You said you loved Austin Eckler on Thursday. That was before this report about them maybe, you know, divvying up the work a little bit differently. Do you still love Austin Eckler? I'm still starting Austin Eckler. Um, I'm slightly less excited about him, but I'm still, I'm, I'm not considering sitting him. It's a fantastic matchup. I, I don't think that Joshua Kelly or Isaiah Spiller is actually better as a rusher than Eckler. I'm hopeful that maybe they take him off the field on obvious running downs a little bit and give him more targets. But I'm starting him. Would you start Kyron Williams over Eckler? Uh, I would not. I think like the the matchup for Williams is is pretty awful. All right, Aaron Jones is questionable. Are you expecting him to play Monday night? And what does that mean for Dylan and Jones? 
Yeah, we're having this debate in our chat right now. We've not decided whether to rank Aaron Jones. I voted no. Jamie voted yes. So depending on what Dave says, we'll determine whether I say that I'm expecting Aaron Jones to play. Um, as of right now, I would like to not start either one of those running backs. I certainly don't want to hold out hope for Aaron Jones. Um, we've seen him come back from an injury when he was questionable. We can touch the ball three or four times. We should have no confidence at all that he's going to have a big role. This makes Dylan less appealing as a low-end number two running back. And I think what I'm going to do when we get off this call is probably move Dylan behind McKinnon and, and Clyde. Okay. Both. When we get off this call, I like that. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know these shows felt so uh, so, so boring to you. Anyway. Um, what do you mean? It's, it's a call. It's a work call. Yeah, it's a, we're Zooming. Um, both, I know we have a lot to get to. It's going to be a little bit longer than five minutes, so I apologize, everybody. But both Seattle running backs are expected to play against the 49ers. Are you starting any Seahawks? Because it looks there's a 50% chance it's Drew Lockett quarterback. Yeah, I've I've got Walker ranked as the best running back, definitely in the blob with the Chiefs running backs. I'd probably start Walker over those Chiefs running backs. Mm. Um, but in that 25 to 30 range, but Charbonnet more at the end of the running back blob in the in the RB 36 range. And DK Metcalf is still a borderline number two wide receiver for me. Even if Locke plays? I don't think we're probably going to know that before we have to make our lineup decisions, but well, yes. No, but you know, you could, you could have Romeo Dobbs or Jaden Reed and, and I'm not, I, I might J- Jaden Reed is also a borderline number two. So I might start Reed over him. If I'm not dropping down to Dobbs, okay. if, if luck plays. All right. Quarterback, uh, Brees Hall is expected to play. Heath has him top 12 or right around there. Jamie and Dave are a little bit lower on Brees Hall. Uh, Derek Carr is going to play. Chris Olave is going to play through an illness. Taysom Hill is out. Rashid Shahid is out. Do you like anyone other than Kamara on the Saints offense, including Olave, who's got this illness, the flu he's dealing with? I'm going to start Olave. He's playing. He's a number two wide receiver for me, a top top 24 guy for sure, probably top 20. Uh, I think Juwan Johnson's interesting as a streamer in that Tyler Conklin, Gerald Everett range, not as somebody that you want to start over a guy you've been starting. Trevor Lawrence, what do you think he's he's going to play? It seems so right now. Um, how much faith are you going to have in the Jaguars' passing game? He, Lawrence is going to be ranked as a number two quarterback for me. I'm probably not going to play him over Gardner Minshew. I think there's enough risk there, and maybe not enough upside there. And so, put him in the QB 15 ish range, right next to Baker Mayfield. Good luck making that decision. Uh, I I would probably I feel a little more confident now in Evan Ingram as kind of a, a, a must-start tight end. Uh-huh. And Ridley's going to stay right in that DK Metcalf borderline number two, high-end number three range. Yeah, I told Heath I have to decide between Lawrence and Mayfield. So thank you for wishing me luck in making that decision in a game I need to win. Uh, Cleveland has not announced a starting quarterback yet. Well, it's a 1 o'clock game, so we'll know. But we obviously want Flacco there. But Amari Cooper is going to play. If it's Flacco and Cooper, uh, is he a must-start? Is he a top 24 guy? I've got him right around 30, so I, I would not call him a, a must-start guy. I don't I don't think Joe Flacco was actually good throwing the ball last week, so while I do think he would be the best option to play quarterback, he still has that connection with Elijah Moore, and they're still going to throw the ball to David Njoku a lot, so he's a number three wide receiver Cooper is for me. Christian Watson is out. You already heard Heath talk about the Packers wide receivers, and then three tight end notes. Dallas Goddard is playing. Dalton Schultz is out. And Dalton Knox, or Dawson Knox, excuse me, is in. Uh, So did you downgrade Kincaid? 
I'm going to move him. To, like This is probably a situation where I might go Ingram over Kincaid now, but he's Kincaid's still going to be a, a must-start top 12 guy. All right. Uh, yeah, sorry. We will not be answering questions this morning. This was our longest one yet. We had a lot of news to get to, but thank you for watching and listening. Good luck, everybody. If you want your question answered, hey, don't worry about it. 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Come back to youtube.com slash today. That's the only place you can find our live stream. We have a lot to discuss. youtube.com slash today from 11.30 a.m. right up until kickoff Eastern. And we will uh, we'll talk to you then. Thanks to Heath. I'm Adam. See you, everybody. Normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves, demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? <laughs> Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop, make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil, the final season. Streaming May 23rd, only on Paramount Plus.